Acts 3.19, we find the second gospel presentation. It's in Acts 3.19. Again, Peter, he's preaching after the wonderful healing of the man who'd been unable to walk for over 40 years. That's in 4.22. What's the gospel message? Listen to Acts 3.19 and then verse 26. And and again, I, I... Type these out for you to see. Notice the very second presentation, bingo, same word. Now, I know this because I'm a graduate of the institution that promoted it, but there is an institution, Dallas Theological Seminary, that said repentance is for Jews. At lordship, salvation. In fact, I heard there's a local church here in Kalamazoo that's done a 12-week series on lordship, salvation, and warned people about Calvary Bible Church. Isn't that interesting? Uh, that, that, that they were being taught what the Bible says, that you must bow to the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved. But we'll see, it's actually in there. But repent, therefore, that's the change of mind, and be converted. Uh, this is a fascinating word. Conversion is what a lot of people think about repentance is. Repentance is starting in the mind. There's a change of mind but it leads to conversion. Do you know what conversion is? It's a change of direction. What Peter said is, repent, therefore, and be converted. Change your mind about God and be. Let God change the direction of your life. That's how you know if you're saved. It isn't me trying my hardest. I'm going to give up, you know, my besetting sins. I'm going to try my hardest not to get drunk anymore or high anymore or live in immorality or be a total addict to gambling or money or pride. I'm going to really try. No, we can't. We are helplessly enslaved to our sins. Salvation is when God converts us. He changes the direction of our life. And if you've never been saved from sin, if you've never had the shackles of sin taken off, you've never been saved from hell because God converts people. You ever heard of someone being converted? It means God radically changes the direction of their life. And when he does that, all sins are blotted out. They're they're no longer on the record book. And times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. And he continues in verse 26. To you first, and look at this. Who is the initiator of salvation? God. God initiates salvation. We don't start the idea. We don't say, I think maybe I'm going to get saved today. What do you think, God? I thought of this. He says, no, no, I thought of this. I came looking for you. I came working, drawing, convicting, moving in your heart, and you're responding to me. God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you. How, what's the ultimate blessing? In turning away every one of you from your iniquities. There's the essence of salvation. If you and I have truly been born again, God converts us, turning us away from our iniquities. That's salvation according to the Lord. What's the message? Peter states two parts. Repent and turn or be converted. By the way, that that word be converted is the word epistrepho. Strepho means to turn around. Epi means on, at, around. So it's a preposition attached to a word to magnify the meaning. So in street talk, it would be really turn around away from your iniquity. And by the way, what happens to those who listened? Look at chapter 4 and verse 4. The people that heard 319 and 26, look at 4.4. It says, And many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of them 
the men alone, was about 5,000. As many people got saved that day, men, as were at the feeding of the 5,000. Do you understand the feeding of the 5,000 was a huge event? This was the massive. 3,000 on the day of Pentecost, now just a, a chapter and a half away, 5,000 more. And probably they're not counting the women and children. They were just counting the heads of families. Amazing what the Lord is doing. And these thousands believed. Well, what's the summary? After two gospel presentations, repent, that's in both of them, and turn away from iniquity. And is it humanly possible to turn away from iniquity? No. It's a work of grace, of God, and it's supernatural. And if God has never set you free from sin, he has never set you free from eternal hell. And people need to think whether they have tried to save themselves or whether they have fallen in faith before the only one that can save them and cried out to him and asked him to save them.